Welcome to the Keisha Wright Show, a weekly faith-based podcast for sisters, where we talk about everything concerning women. You name it, we'll cover it. There's no issue or topic off limits to God. And on this podcast, we'll expand the conversations. I'm your host and humble servant, Keisha Wright, licensed mental health therapist in the state of Maryland and transformation coach. As a therapist, it is my responsibility to advise you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for services from your very own mental health professional. Hello, 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 beautiful people. It's me, your humble host, Keisha Wright, and I want to personally and with a sincere heart welcome you to this episode of the Keisha Wright Show. Today's episode is entitled, Age is Not a Factor, Make the Change. So in the first episode, I just wanted to know how you were doing. And we talked about taking care of ourselves and with a specific focus on our mental health. Last week's episode, my second episode, I talked about authentic self. And I strongly encouraged you to evaluate how you measure your authenticity. In that episode, I shared that my measure, the way I measure my my self-authenticity is against the word of God and his attributes. And I simply pulled some of his attributes out of 1 Corinthians 13, um, verses 4 through 8. And so I'm not saying that that has to be your measure, but I am strongly encouraging you as Christian women to make sure that when we consider authentic self, that God is pleased with how we're measuring that part of us. And so I think it's only fitting that today I talk about change and I am specifically speaking to my target audience. I'm not leaving out the the younger sisters because this is going to be good for you too. But my target audience are, are, are more aligned with women like me, you know, women in their 40s. Okay, I'm not in my 40s, so, but. Women in their 40s, in their 50s, I'm in my 50s, I'm 52, I'll be 53 this year, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, like, listen, we are, we are making moves, we, we are, we are so important to, to the next move of Christ, and I don't want us to miss out on what we're supposed to be doing and making the necessary changes that we feel like we need to make in our lives because we're, we, we think that we're too old. And so I am talking to you specifically today. I, I am saying to you, age is not a factor in this thing. Whatever this call is or this yearning that you have, the changes that you want to make, hear me, hear me, hear me. Your age is not a factor. So to get started, I want to just ask a few questions and I want you to ponder them, not during the episode, you know, while I'm talking, because I really want you to hear what I'm saying, but I want you to take the time to consider these questions after the podcast. 
and, um, and, and, and take notes and, and really write down your thoughts. So here's the first question. And these are all questions that you have heard before. This is nothing new. So question number one, do I feel content? Do I feel content? Do I feel content? So I want you to know that there is a difference between happiness and content. And sometimes we use those words interchangeably. And so when I was like thinking about what definition did I want to use for content, um, I decided to go one, go with one that Dr. Chrissy Whiting Madison used in an article um, in the Examiner Enterprise Online News Outlet. It's just something that I Googled. The name of the news outlet is Examiner Enterprise, and the article is by Dr. Chrissy Whiting Madison, and it's, it's an article on change. And so she defines happiness. Um, she says it's a bit different from a feeling. Happiness is an experience usually hallmarked by positive thinking, joy, pride, and even laughter. But she defined contentment, on the other hand, as a long-lasting feeling accompanied by peacefulness, gratitude, and satisfaction. So my question to you again is, do you feel content? Ask yourself, do I feel content? Do I have long-lasting feelings of peace, gratitude, and satisfaction? One thing we already know about happiness is that happiness depends on what's happening. And so happiness can be up and down where contentment is more stable. So as we are considering change, my sisters, in that 40s, 50s, 60 and above age group, are you content? Are you content? Um, and, and just like I did with the last session, uh, the last episode, I'm Lord, I'm saying session because that's what I say in therapy in the last episode. If I say session, listen, just forgive me. I'm talking about episode. If you hear me say session. So anyway, I want to answer the questions for you just so that I can remain transparent because I told God, if I do this whole podcast thing, I've got to be transparent. So contentment, am I content? Keisha, are you content? No, not right now. I'm not because there are things that I want to do that I just haven't done. I'm doing it now like this podcast. Give me a hand. Thank you. So no, I'm not quite content. Question number two is who I am now, who I really want to be. Is who I am now, who I really want to be. I want you to really consider that. My answer for that question, uh, for me, that's not a that's not a black and white. I can't say yes and it just be yes, and I can't say no and it just be no. There are some aspects of my life that I am really pleased with, but there are some other things that I need to work on, improve in, and and just you know do better. So it's who I am now, who I really want to be. Yes and no for me. Number three. If not, what areas of my life need improvement? What areas of my, my life do I need to improve in? What areas of my life do I need to change? That could be your personal relationships, um, career, health, 
whatever the case. And so for me, since I had, um, there's a part of question two where I said, I'm not really who I want to be. You know, I can share. There are some, some areas in my life that I know I need to change. One is, let, let me just put it out there, my weight. You know, I know that I need to be more healthy and I know I need to, to lose weight. So do I want to be um, overweight? Absolutely not. Sometimes with me, um, I think another thing that I really know I need to improve upon is managing my emotions. And you would think that as a therapist, I would have that on lock. I do not. I have issues with that. And sometimes as women, our emotions drive us. That's another area that I would, would like to improve in. There are others, but I, I can't take the whole podcast up telling you all the stuff that I need to improve upon. Just know that it's a lot of stuff that I need to improve upon. So question number four, when I think about my future self, what are some life habits that I need to start practicing? And so what I'm doing, you know, like if you really look at the questions, they all pretty much are the same question. What I did is just each one just makes you think a little more. It kind of takes you a little deeper. So I shared in my answer in question three, I talked about my weight. I talked about my emotions. So question four, when I think about my future self, what are some life habits that I need to start practicing? Um, with the weight management, I need to eat cleaner. I need to work out. You know, I need to move more with my emotions. I need to, to, go to the, go to the Lord more and stop just letting things get all up in my spirit where it begins to impact, impact my, my thinking and my behaviors. So those are just some of the things that that's how I want you to answer these questions. You know, when you think about your future self, what are some life habits that need to, that you need to start practicing? One life habit that I really need to start practicing and sticking to is eating more healthy, you know? So, and then my last question, if I keep doing what I'm doing now and, and I'm meaning people, places, and things, people, let's say people, places, things, and behaviors. If I keep doing what I am doing now to include people, places, things, and behaviors, where will I be in one year, three years? five years from now. If I keep doing what I'm doing now, people, places, things, and behaviors, where will I be in one year, three years, five years from now? You know, if I keep going the way I'm going, my answer, I am going to be, I'm already considered obese, but I will be grossly obese. You know, my, my emotions will, will probably be off the chart if I don't make some changes. And so, Think about those questions at a later time, and I'm going to jump right into now the part two of this particular episode um, where I, I really want you to consider why you are not making the moves to change in areas of your life that you want to change. You know, I mentioned before relationships, career, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are some of us that we have, we have these babies in us that we, that we want to birth and we're afraid to make a move. Again, I say, this is not, this is not anything that you haven't already heard. You're just hearing it from me for the first time. 
And hopefully it'll hit you in a way that would make you want to move. Listen, the questions that I asked earlier, they are not rocket science questions, but I really need you to give them serious consideration because they just may spark your move, your move toward change. So, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm talking to my sisters who, who have hit that age where it just feels more difficult to change. Difficult because we have invested so many years, so many years on the job, so many years into this friendship, so many years into how I parent my children to the degree that I am so enmeshed in their lives that I can't even find my, my own life, you know? So that makes it difficult for us because we've invested so many years, so much time in a certain, into a certain thing, you know, so much money. We've invested so much of our emotions that we just find it difficult to start moving in the direction of change. Change is scary especially when we begin to consider the what ifs. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I suffer from that. There is actually a syndrome I, I, I read. It's called what if syndrome. Now, I don't know if that's scientific. I didn't do that much research, but I like it. Like some of us have what if syndrome. You know, what if I fail? What, what if they say no when I go and ask? For what it is that I want in order to make this change. What, what if I'm not good enough? What, what if I lose my status? Like making this change, like I'm executive vice president of this division. Me making this change, I could lose my status. What if they reject me? You know, I, I don't want to do this anymore because the path that I'm on doesn't include some of my past behaviors. What if some of my friends reject me because I'm, I'm trying to make th this change? What if, I, what if I lose my friends? What if, what if, what if, what if syndrome is stopping some of us that are in our 40s, 50s, 60s and above from making changes? So, so my question to you is, what if, like, what if you don't make the change? You know, what, what if, you know, what if you don't make the change? Where does that leave you? Will you be content if you don't make the change? I, I know it's, I know it's scary, but I am telling you it is worth the movement. Start making the move towards change. And so, you know, the what ifs I need you to understand it's rooted in anxiety it's rooted in fear. And as Christians, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to say, I'm just plain scared. You know, we have been guilted into feeling afraid or being able to admit, I'm just scared. You know, the word of God says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I, all, I always ask my clients, you know, my, my Christian sisters, you know, when they talk about, you know, but I'm not supposed to be afraid. Here's the thing. And, and I just, you know, I ask this question just to make them think. 
If God didn't know that we would be afraid, do you think that he would have put it in his word so many times to fear not? He, he, he tells us not to fear because he knew that we would. So that's not a surprise to him. That is not a surprise to him. So stop feeling guilty as a Christian woman because you're afraid. No, he didn't give us the spirit of fear. He didn't, it doesn't come from him. And so that's why he said, I didn't give you that. What I gave you was power, love, and a sound mind. So, so what that means is that we can conquer this fear because it does not come from God, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to have the fear. Okay. So what I'm saying today is you just got to do it skirt. You have to do it skirt. Okay. You have to do it scared for those that prefer proper. You just have to, you, you got to do a scare. You have to make this change, start moving in the direction of change, the change that you want to make. You simply have to do it scared with the understanding that the fear that you have, God didn't give it to you. Therefore, you can conquer it and you can start walking in the power, the love and the sound mind that he did give you. But in the beginning, you may start out scared. Don't let fear stop you. Just do it scared. It's time to move, sisters. I don't care about your age. I don't care that you're 73 and you want to go back to school. Do it. Do it. Okay? We're going to do this. So listen. Might I add, when we talk about, um, I mentioned 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 in verse six of that same chapter, you know, God says, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hand. So some of us, like this baby that I talked about earlier, like we got this thing in us and God wants us to stir up the gifts. That's what he said first, even before um, verse seven, which is what I read first. You know, he said, put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Stir, he, see, he says first, stir up the gift. And then he said, I ain't give you the, the spirit of fear. Go on and stir it up. So come on, we're going to push past the fear. We're going to even start afraid because it, listen, time is of the essence. We got to move toward change and purpose. So we're just going to start out scared if we have to. And we're not going to feel guilty about it. We're not going to allow other people to shame us for it. We're just going to acknowledge, listen, I'm feeling a little bit afraid about this change that I'm, I'm, I'm about to make, but I'm going to do it anyhow. That's what my mentor said, Sister Ma. She said, anyhow, you know, she's going to do it. We're just going to do it anyhow. So listen, in Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it says, be careful in other translations, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known, be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So God is telling us, don't be anxious. Why does he tell us not to be anxious? Again, I say he told us not to be anxious because he knew that we would be. So this word is just, just to remind you that you don't have to be anxious for it. 
you know, pray about it. Prayer and supplication with your thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. Like, let God know, like, Lord, this is a change that I want to make. This is a change that I want to make. And even if you start out afraid, once you start walking that thing out, the peace of God, which passeth all understanding will overcome you because as you begin to walk, your confidence increases and you say, oh, I can do this. I can do this. So in the beginning, you may feel a little bit afraid. You may have some anxiety with making this change. Don't let that stop you. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you. God already knew that we would have these issues with fear. He knew that we would have some anxiety. That's why he mentions it in his words. He's given us a cure for it. The cure is to do it anyway and to trust him along the way. And he's going to give us peace. He's going to direct our path towards purpose. Start moving, sisters. I don't care that you are 60 and retired. I don't care. Do it. Whatever it is, whatever that thing is that's in you, do it. So, you know, I'm going to talk now about, I'm going to talk about three things that are so common. So I've given you some scriptures to, to let you know that it's okay to feel like, you know, oh, this is a lot. This is heavy. I'm scared. I'm anxious about it. I want you to release the feelings of guilt and shame associated with that. And I want you to move forward anyway. So I'm going to give you three. Next, I'm going to give you three common things that that sideline us, that stop us from moving forward. The first one is doubt. These are things that stop us. You know, when we're trying to move toward change and purpose, self-doubt. We have to conquer feelings of doubt where we just don't believe in ourselves. I'm telling you, I suffer with that. You know, I have just learned to do it anyway. You know, God has given me a gift of teaching. He's given me a gift of singing. And I said, okay, listen, just follow me. I, I'm really not all over the place. Follow me. So I used to say to the Lord, I used to say, God, why would you give me gifts and talents to be out front in front of people and give me a personality that's more behind the scenes. And I'm telling you, he said it so clearly. He said, I didn't give you that. Life gave you that. So I've been through some things in my life that has that have caused me to want to stay in the, sh in the shadows rather than coming out. You know, God doesn't make any mistakes. Like that thing in me that causes me to want to, to take the back seat to kind of do the background work, you know, I'm not like God is calling some of us out of the shadows. Our life's experiences have pushed us back into the shadows. And I'm telling you, come out, come out, come out, wherever you are, come out. It's time to come out of the shadows and, and, and stop allowing self-doubt to, to sideline you or to stop you from moving forward to make changes in your life that you know you need to, to make as we move towards purpose. Come on, we can do this. I'm not all the way there. I'm still struggling and jacked up in some areas, but we can be on this journey together. So we're going to conquer feelings of doubt. 
You know, we're, we're going to conquer the feelings of discouragement or feelings like we just don't have the strength to make the changes that we want to make. God will give you the grace and the strength to get it done. He will. Second Corinthians 12 and nine says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So I'm telling you, you don't have to do everything in your own strength. Do not leave the Lord out of this situation or this equation or whatever it would take for, for you to move, to make change. Sometimes we forget him and we start trying to do things in our own strength. And that's not, you don't have to do it alone. Rely on God's strength. And I'm telling you, you can do it. We're coming out of hiding. It's self-doubt. We're coming from out of hiding, coming out of the shadows. It's time to step up, move forward towards our change and our purpose, no matter what your age is. Stop letting your age be a factor in this because it's not, Keisha. Yes, as I talk to you, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, God, I'm 52. I should have done this and I should have done that. I have all of these wasted years. Nothing that you have been through in your life, sisters, is a waste. It's not a waste. God's going to use it. So come on. We're coming out of self-doubt. We're coming out of doubt. Number two, we're going to stop accepting CZs and we're going to trade them in for diamond status. We, we're going to come out of CZ status into diamond status. And so what am I saying? We know CZs to mean cubic zirconium, but that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is comfort zone. We're not going to accept CZs any longer. We're not going to accept the comfort zones that we have created in our lives. You know, when you have to make change, you have to want to exchange CZs for diamonds. And, and you know, when we think about diamonds, you know, it's not, it's not an exchange where I just give up the CZ and I get my diamond. That's not how it happens. In order to get a diamond, you know, diamonds are formed below the earth's surface from extreme heat and pressure. It's the extreme heat and pressure that results in diamonds in the beautiful, in their beautiful and rare crystalline structure. Beautiful and rare. The scripture talks about that peculiar thing. Beautiful and rare. You know, nobody else is like us. We're beautiful and we're rare. Like nobody else has been through uh, things that I have been through in the way, in the exact way that I have been through them and they don't come out with the exact feelings or gifts or whatever. Like I am an original and so are you. And so what I am saying to you is it's time for us to give up our CZs, our comfort zone and exchange them for diamond status. And it's not just a hand to hand exchange. It's work. It's allowing that thing that is within us to come up out of our bellies and allow it to be put under the pressure, the extreme heat and the pressure so that it can crystallize 
and, 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 and become the beautiful structure that God has called us to be. So come on, sisters. Is there anybody that wants to exchange comfort zone status for diamond status? Meaning I am willing to go through the uncomfortable things, the uncomfortable time, the uncomfortable feelings in this phase of my life. Oh my goodness, time is really getting away from me. So uh, one more thing on the CZs, exchanging the, the CZs, the comfort zone for the diamonds. Listen, even after man mines the diamonds and gets them up out of the earth, there is another process. It's the cutting. You know, we want our specific, when we go to buy our, our engagement rings or just treat ourselves to a diamond, we want a specific cut. And it's the same way with God. He wants a specific cut in us. He wants us to be cut in a specific way for whatever it is that he has called us to do. So what I am saying to you is it's about purpose. It's about being willing to endure the extreme heat and pressure that change may, may, may cause us to go through. We have to be willing. It's not going to be easy, sisters. It's not going to be easy. And, and, and even once we come up, you know, I know that there have been some times in my life where I have gone through some hellish situations and I say, oh God, thank you, Jesus. You think you're on the tail end of it? You know, you're coming out from under the heat and the pressure. You can kind of see your way through. And then God says, now I got to cut you. And you saying, Lord, like what? You got to cut me now? I've endured the heat. I've endured the pressure. And now you got to cut me? Let him cut you, sisters. It's the pruning. He knows what he's doing. Let him cut you. It's going to be uncomfortable. He's cutting his diamond. He's bringing you up to diamond status. But you got to be willing. You got to be willing. You have to be willing to exchange your CZs. We all know that cubic zirconium does not have the same value as an actual diamond, even though they're beautiful. I have some diamonds and I have some CZs. And sometimes because I have diamonds, when I wear CZs, people don't know, but it's not the same. It's not the same value. So exchange your comfort zones. Exchange your CZs for diamond status. Age is not a factor in this. You may have finished your career. You may be at the top level of whatever your level is. There is still some heat and some pressure and some cutting that God wants to do in your life so that you can make the change that he wants you to make so that you can walk in the purpose that he wants you to walk in. Come on, sisters, let's do this. The third and final thing that I want you to consider when it comes to change, I, I want you to, well, I'm going to say it. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Like, don't duck the hard work. Don't, don't duck that wreck is what we used to say growing up in Southeast Washington, D.C. And I know that may sound a little bit, you know, uh, not as polished as a lot of you may want to hear it. But that's where I'm from, Southeast Washington, D.C. And, you know, a lot of times they try to say that good things don't come out of Southeast Washington, D.C. But um, I beg to differ. So how we used to say it in high school, stop ducking the wreck. Don't, don't duck that wreck. Don't duck the hard work and the pain that sometimes comes with change. I talked about it in my in this second point, the CZs to the diamond. There 
there, there is going to be some pain with it. There's going to be some pain with it. And that's the part. That's the worst part. That's the hard part. Like the work is the hard part. James 2, 17 says faith without works is dead. Like even in my weight loss journey, like I don't want to do the work. And a lot of us just don't want to do the work. I'm telling you, don't duck the wreck. Don't duck the hard work. Face it. Do it. There is something on the other side. Put the work in. Sometimes the work could be um, dealing with some, some past trauma. Like that is hard work. For some of us, in order to move forward, to, to move towards change and purpose, we got to deal with some of our emotional stuff. Some of that ick that we have on the inside. Don't duck it. I know it's uncomfortable. Get with a good therapist. Talk to them about it. You know, not everybody has to do that. Some of us have made peace with some of our emotional trauma or some of the things that we've been through. But then there are others of us that this stuff is stopping us from moving. It's stopping us from moving. Deal with it. The work is hard. It is uncomfortable. Deal with whatever you need to deal with in order to exchange your CZs for your diamonds. You know, there's a quote to say the work ain't hard. Work ain't hard. I'm telling you work is hard. I'm just telling you that's not everybody's story. It's mine. Work is hard. Why would God say faith without works is dead? Like he wants you to know you, you can have all the faith in the world, but if you're not, if you're not working, it's dead. Put the work in sisters, put the work in. And I know we don't feel like it. I'm telling you, I don't feel like it. I'm like, God, take this off of me. I don't feel like going through what I have to go through to forgive this person. Yeah. Sometimes it's forgiveness. That's the work. God, I, I don't feel like doing that. God, I, I don't want to have to go through what I'm going to experience when I have to cut this relationship off. Yeah, that's the work. God, God, I, 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 don't, I don't feel like, you know, untangling myself from my kids. I'm, I'm just scared of, you know, what's going to happen if I, if I stop, you know, doing so much for them. That's the hard work. For some of us, we can't even get on with our lives because we're taking care of our grown children. And God is saying, untangle yourself. That's the work. Releasing those kids to the Lord. Listen, we got to put the work in. We have to deal with some stuff. We have to drop some people, places, and things. We have to untangle ourselves from our children. We have to be willing to walk away from, from, from the, the high-level position. In order to, to pursue the purpose that God has set us aside for. So I am, my time is, is running out. So I'm going to move right into my closing. To sum all of this up, sisters, it's time to make the change. I like how Nike said it. Nike said, just do it. Just do it. Just get started. Move your feet. Stop sitting on the sideline. Let's get started. You have everything that you need within you to make the change. How do I know this? Because I know my God and I know that he gave it to you. So I'm going to give you some scriptures. I'm going to have this stuff posted in the episode notes. If you want to go back and get these scriptures that I mentioned, 
Um, Ephesians 2.10. Now we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In advance, he prepared us. And that goes well right into Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Like he already knows. He already knows because he planned it. He, he prepared it in advance for us. So in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. That's the hard work that I mentioned. So that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So the hard work is equipping you for wherever God is taking you. So I am telling you, let's get it, sisters. 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Age is not a factor. It's what God says. And if he has put it in you to do it now, do it now. No matter what, like, come on, let's move. And so finally, I just want to say, I want to give a call to action. I am inviting you to visit my website to learn more about me and to get connected. So let me just say, when you look at my website, do not clown me. Don't clown me because my website is not all of that just yet. We're building it. And so I, I think I mentioned in one of my, my previous episodes, I'm the type that I want everything to be perfect in order to roll it out. But I'm, I'm getting, I'm pushing past that because that has sidelined me and has stopped me. So I am offering you to check my website out. What I have up, um, Keisha, my girl, Keisha, one of my coaches, she is helping me to do my website. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. But check out my website if you want to learn like a little bit more about who Keisha Wright is, if you want to get connected with me. In the future, I'm going to start uploading these podcasts. Um, I, I try to write my podcast out in notes. I'll start uploading my notes and hopefully you can decipher what I'm saying and you can do your own study on what I'm talking about. So visit, visit my website. Visit my website. Um, another thing that I would like for you to do shoot me an email to let me know how you like this podcast or if there is something else that you want me to cover. If there was anything that was unclear, um, shoot me an email to info at KeishaWright.com. Info at Keisha spelled K-E-C-I-A, right, W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Info at KeishaWright.com. So send me an email. And then the last thing that I am asking that you do is subscribe and share my podcast with everyone in your world. Subscribe to my podcast and please, please, please share it with someone. So I'm going to end with a prayer. And the prayer is simply, I'm going to read it from Hebrews 13 verses 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep, may he equip you. I added those words, may he, may he equip you. This is verse 21, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in you what is pleasing to him 
through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I'll see you next week. Take care.